Well, I'm sure this morning is a wonderful thing to have God's Spirit breathe on us, isn't it? I've felt God's presence breathing on me this morning in this service. Have you not? It's a wonderful thing to feel the presence of the Lord. I'm going to go to Hebrews chapter 12 this morning. The first verse, it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. This verse has been used many, many times down through as the backbone of many, many sermons. And I'm sure this morning there's something we can glean from it this morning as well. Here we find Paul is making a reference to our journey through life as a race. But there's something crucial to make that race successful. Paul is saying we need to lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. I remember uh, many years ago, maybe 18, I'm going to guess 18, 20 years ago, Bonnie and I took our family to a, a beach on the east coast of Newfoundland where we're from. And we went down to this beach, beautiful beach with uh, lots of stones and uh, different colored stones. And I remember as a boy growing up around the shore, uh, I would be fascinated. I would bring home all kinds of little rocks and stones and things. And there's probably many here that have done likewise. But we went to this beach with our family and our youngest, our youngest boy, maybe six or seven at the time, he began to load his pockets up with stones and his back pockets, his front pockets, and wherever he could find somewhere to put a stone, he would put a stone. And he would determine that those stones were going to go home with him. But, you know, to get to this beach, you had to descend maybe 100, 150 feet on a steep set of steps that were that were carved into the, the embankment to get to this beach. So going to the beach was quite easy, in fact. But when it was time to leave the beach to ascend to the top where a vehicle was parked, we began to do pretty good, but all at once we began to notice Marcus was slowing down. Well, what's wrong with the boy? I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's having a struggle to get back up. And when we discovered this too, his pockets were all bulging with stones. Now he was, I'm going to say six or seven. So he had had it to his weight. I'm going to guess maybe a pound or two pounds. Don't sound like much, but for a kid that size and climbing a steep set of stairs, uh, it was getting a burden for him. And we could clearly see he wasn't going to make it to the top unless we took some of that weight off him. Well, you know, Paul here is telling us for us to be successful and to patiently run the race of life, we have to lay aside some weights. And we know we live in a time of the year. Uh, there's a funny thing about this. Uh, when a new year comes in, the 1st of January of every year, it seems like people, I'm sorry, people tend to think they've got a superpower that's been given to them that all of a sudden I can resolve through resolution to change my lifestyle. But it goes beyond a date on a calendar. It goes to do with how much I resolve to do something. It's a time of the year when people think about changing their financial way of doing things. People want to change uh, 
their vehicles, all kinds of things people want to change this time of year. It's just amazing. But the one thing that seems to really uh, bother people at this time of the year is, is their lifestyle, uh, their weight, and they want to make a change about it. You know, it's a wonderful time of the year to buy clothes hangers. You know that? There's people buy a $1,000 clothes hanger. They buy $2,000 clothes hangers. And you know those hangers have a name. They're called treadmills. They're called bicycles. They're called weightlifting systems. You name it, those companies have got so many gadgets out there to help you lose weight that it would just boggle your mind sometimes. You buy it and you don't even know how to use it. But you buy it, you want to, you want to achieve a healthy weight. You want to get to that, you want to tone your body, you want to do things, you want to look good, you want to feel good. And in order to do that, you feel you've got to lose some weight. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a, that's a great thing to desire, to, to feel healthy. But how about spiritually? How about setting a resolve or resolution that in 2022, Lord, I want to have a better lifestyle spiritually? Now, there is something that would do us a great benefit if we seek to draw closer to God in the new year. People develop a routine. They say, well, I'm going to... I'm going to in the morning at, say, 6 o'clock, or I don't know what time people choose. I'm going to get out, I'm going to get on this uh, this gadget, and I'm going to run, or I'm going to pedal, or I'm going to do whatever for X number of minutes or a hour or whatever. And in the evening, I'm going to do the same thing. They set up a routine for themselves. And once again, it's no, it's a great thing if you can stick to it. But how about a spiritual routine? When we think about routine, I think about Daniel. Three times a day, he'd open his window toward Jerusalem. And he would get down to business with God and have a talk with his Heavenly Father. You know, folks, we need to have a good spiritual routine. And there's no better resolution that we could make for ourselves in 2022 is, Lord, I resolve to draw closer to you. Lord, I want to have a good, healthy, spiritual routine, Lord. I want to pray as often as I can. I want to, they talk about, is it reps? Some of the young people talk about reps, uh, or short for repetition. They want to do all this so many times as they can. But how about, Lord, I want to pray as often as I can. Lord, I want to, I want to dig deep into your word in the new year as often as I can. And don't use the word can as an excuse either. You want to resolve. You want to stick with it. You notice I said a lot of those healthy, those exercise machines become clothes hangers in a month's time. People realize I've got $5,000 sitting in a room of my house and I'm not even using it. How many have the Bible in their home but don't use it? We need to have a healthy spiritual routine. And we all realize the last couple of years has been a very trying time for people. But you know, when we have a healthy spiritual routine, when the trials come, 
And Paul said to run with patience that race set before us. In order for us to be able to run that race, we are going to have, it's not can I have or I might or I'm going to try. We've got to have a good spiritual routine if we're going to run that race. We want to go to church as much as we can. We want to live our testimony. We want to give our testimony as much as we can. You know what I'm saying? As much as you can. Sometimes with our testimony, God will lead us in ways and we will give our testimony when God leads us to do it in a particular way. But when it comes to the Bible, when it comes to our prayer life, when it comes to going to church, when it comes to spending time with God's wonderful people, fellowshipping and doing what we can spiritually, that is essential. If I think that I'm going to run this race and I'm not going to work out for it like any earthly race, uh, if I don't work out, if I don't get my body in, in shape for it, when the, when the mountain comes, when the hill comes, or when I've got to cross a, a hard place, I'm going to struggle. But if spiritually I stick to a healthy routine, pray when I can, read my Bible, uh, read my Bible, you know prayer is not always on our knees. Prayer can be when you're driving down the road to work in the morning. It is when you're driving to work in the morning. I remember one time I was going through a struggle in my life and I was driving somebody to an airport. I dropped them off and on my way home, I had a little talk with Jesus. And he was there all of the time. But you know, when we get down to pray, I get back to the weight issue. When we get down to pray, you know the burdens start to lift? We start to feel lighter. And you know, Marcus had those stones. Our son had those stones in his pocket. And to most all of us, those stones were, well, they're just rocks. What use, what value do they have? But to Marcus, they had some value. And they were important to him. And you know what we did as a family? We said, well, Marcus wants those rocks carried home. They were valuable to him. So I took some. His mother took some. And the other boys probably took some. And we got those rocks. But you know, when we go through a trial of our life, another way that we can have our burden, the weight of our lives, because sometimes the cares of life come our way, there's a way we can feel lighter, and that is by sharing the burden. How many times do we pick up our phone and phone a brother that we know we can trust or a sister that we know that we can trust, and we say, brother or sister, I'm having a rough day. Can you help me pray? That's how we can, another way we can have the weight that sometimes we carry in life made lighter. Sometimes we carry things in our life that are unnecessary. We decide maybe to overburden ourselves with material things of life or things beyond our means, if you would, and we begin to feel heavy with those things. All of a sudden, uh, what was uh, glamorous at first, we begin to feel the weight of it. And it begins difficult to move along. But we need to, Paul said, we need to lay aside every weight. In other words, as a Christian, we can carry weights upon us that we don't need. And we can shed those weights. We can get them out. But we can say, God, help me to do better. That's what resolution is all about, isn't it? I want to do better in the new year. I want to do better. I want to live a better life physically, but spiritually, let us resolve that this new year is going to be the best one yet spiritually for me. We go to Psalm 55. Psalm 55. You want to 
feel lighter spiritually and physically because you know when you uh, when you are physically weighed down or spiritually weighed down it, it affects the other part of us as well psalm 55 and 22 says cast thy burden upon the lord and he shall sustain thee he shall never suffer the righteous to be moved you feel like you're weighed down this morning maybe with something that's hindering you from your spiritual walk cast it upon the lord this morning casting when you think about the word cast it takes an effort it takes a little bit of, uh, when in the, in the physical realm, if you're casting, I think about fishing sometimes, and you're casting for, to catch a fish, it takes a little effort on your part, doesn't it? Well, you know what? If you get down to pray, and you pray a child's prayer, you say, now lay me down to sleep, and you get up and you go on your merry way, that weight, you're going to take it with you. But if you're going to cast your burden up on the Lord, sometimes it takes that fervent prayer to get down before God and say, God, I can't bear it no more. Lord, I want to cast my burden upon you this morning, and God will take care of it. If we leave our burdens at the place of prayer this morning. If you go back to that same chapter, verse 16 says, As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning, at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. You hear that routine coming out again? The psalmist had a routine. I'm going to pray to the Lord. And with that healthy routine, I will achieve a healthy spiritual lifestyle. Satan's going to try to disrupt your routine. You know that? He will. Uh, just as you try any physical thing, sometimes uh, people will try to do, a, like I said, a routine, an exercise routine. You get started, the phone rings, or maybe something else disrupts you. And you know, when you get down to pray, Satan gets busy too. But it's up to us. How determined am I to lose that burden this morning? How Determined am I to have that healthy lifestyle, spiritually speaking. I remember when I was seeking for my sanctification in the little church in Goose Bay, Labrador. I worked all week. I was a lumberjack for a number of years. I knelt down to pray that evening. I was tired, very tired. There were even special meetings there. And I knelt down to pray, and it seemed like the devil knelt right down beside me. Ever have that happen? Start to whisper in your ear and... Yeah, I was wanting that experience. He said, you're tired, Michael, go on home. You got nothing to be ashamed of. You worked all week. Just, just go home. Next Sunday, you can, you can uh, seek for your experience. But it was a weight upon me. I wanted it. I needed it. And a sister, Edna Jensen, was there at the time. And she came home and knelt down beside me. She said, Michael, she said, it's, you don't have to beg for your experience. It's a gift. Reach out, take it. And through all my tiredness, I let the devil know, you got no time, no, no, no room here. I resisted him, and he did flee from me. I reached out, and God sanctified me. That's how it works. Now, we've been talking about weight this morning. We can spiritually have our weights lifted as a Christian. We can get there. But you know, the greatest weight of all, if you're here this morning, or if you're listening to this message, the greatest weight of all we can carry is sin. If you are a sinner this morning, and you feel that 
this is long enough. I want to start my new year right. I want something in my life that can make a difference. And you know, you won't be able to do it yourself. But if you just call out to Jesus this morning, God's Son who was sent to earth to die on a cross, that we might have life and have it more abundantly, if you would just take a moment to say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I am tired of the way I'm living. You know, Jesus will make a difference in your life. You will become a new creature in Christ Jesus. And oh, what a change. What a difference you will have in your life. He will give you something worth living for this morning. May God bless you. May God strengthen you. And may we have a resolve right now as 2022 starts to say, Lord, I'm going to be a stronger Christian this year. And on my own, I can't do it, Lord. But I can do all things through you, Lord, who strengthens me. I'm going to make my prayer life stronger, Lord. I'm going to spend more time in your word, Lord. I'm going to go to church, Lord. Even if the devil gives me all kinds of excuses, stay home. I'm going to church anyway, Lord. And you know, God will strengthen you. And if the Lord should tarry in 2022, come to a close, you will say, I'm so glad that I made up my mind to draw closer to the Lord. We're going to sing 488. God bless you.